0: This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media.
1: Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a girl who just wants to bang a non-woke dad and a lot of spring break advice and stories. Check it out. Also, March 29th, I'm coming to Belmore, Long Island, the brokerage comedy club, Come on out, 8 o'clock. All the information is in the link in SoundCloud, also on my Twitter. Come on out, March 29th, Belmore, at the brokerage. Enjoy today's show. Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City, Upper West Side Sam York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I'm gonna say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend and Thank you for feathering this podcast host nuts every single episode. It means so much that you enjoy listening. Keep sending me your uh, Snapchats. I'm jtrain56 on Snapchat. I'm at jaredfried on Instagram. You can send me anything you'd like, but it really, it really sizzles my steak every time you guys send me a nice note about the podcast or you know where you're listening, how you're listening, and if you're, and a lot of times it's you guys are going on spring break. It's spring break C Zone right now, so you guys are in a car with like four of the dudes or four of the chicks or a group of you. Get everyone subscribed. Hit that subscribe button. We need you. We want that whole car. I know you guys like giving each other handies on these car rides, but like you know, throw J Train a handy. Yeah, take a break. Yeah, subscribe. Throw me a th- throw me five fingers. <laughs> You know, give me something to they feel got good two about. Two hands, I got two yeah, hands. Yeah, throw another hand uh, <laughs> for Papa JT, uh, and say you know, and keep spreading the word. Uh, I and like this past weekend, I was driving to Chicopee, Mass. Let me do a little couple shout-outs here before we get started. <laughs> Chicopee, Mass. A bunch of you showed up to the shows, and that was very cool. Uh, out in the middle, of like nowhere. Uh sort of meet up with you and introduce and have you guys introduce yourself uh very cool uh really awesome to see you guys and I was listening to some podcasts in the car, so I know some of you are on your commute and it 's like papa j t you know i 'm not looking at text and drive. this is how I stop myself from using the phone so listen next stoplight, text one buddy, text one buddy and then and then someone's gonna beep behind you, but just look up at them and go hey i 'm just passing the word of j trey Give me a minute here, buddy. Let me just shoot this one out. So I know a lot of you guys are listening in so many different places. Very cool. And thank you for coming to shows. Let me read one feedback, an email I got over my website this week, Uh, And it's from this girl, Emily. And her boyfriend is Peter. And she says um, she just wanted to say that she really loves listening to the podcast with her boyfriend. And I feel like I've helped them as a, as a couple. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like if they have kids, you got to name it, got to name a train, <laughs> right? You got to name yeah, it absolutely. or Papa JT, their last name, right? Like yeah. baby train. Yeah. 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 That yeah. would be. And uh, boyfriend is a huge fan. He's literally listened to every one of your podcasts several times. Not only that, he uses your line all the time. Feather my nuts naturally being his favorite. He tells all his fraternity brothers to listen to you. And I was just wondering if you could, uh, she wanted me to do a show closer to them. Um, Hopefully I will. We're trying. We're working on the show, working on dates in a lot of areas over the country. But, you know, if you want me to come, petition your local club. I'm willing to come out. Um, So Emily and her boyfriend, uh, Peter, thank you for listening. I really totes preach. And on that note, Let's bring our guest on, an OKP. It's always great to have you here, Michael Somerville. Thank yeah. you for coming on.
0: Thank you guys so much for having me. It was always, oh. always a joy.
1: You're the best. Oh, stop! I, I, I'm such a fan, and you I'm your so, best you're best
0: guest today.
1: Your best guest today for this moment, and I <laughs> no, but you're great on the show, and you're great in general. So if you don't already, you're you're a fool if you don't follow <laughs> Michael Somerville on Twitter at Somerville at Somerville June 13th. Mark the calendar. He's going to be headlining Caroline's Comedy Club in Times Square June 13th. He's a fantastic comic, one of the best, and I'm going to be hosting for that show.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for agreeing to do that. Of course, I'm, it's already a fun show, and now with you on board, it's going to be crazy.
1: June thirteenth, come on out. Caroline's on Broadway. You'll see the man himself, Michael Soveral. Where
0: have you been? What's going on? You're all over the world. I was on the road for two months. Last time I saw you, I was just about to leave. We did two months. Yeah, we did Hawaii. We did Vegas for the Super Bowl. We did uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles.
1: What was the um, highlight of the of the two months? Is there well, a play- Made,
0: the, it, I spent Super Bowl week in uh, in Vegas, and that was just a ton of fun. Leading uh, up to the Super Bowl, like every day, all the prop bets, all the
1: silliness, people, and that's like a degenerate gamblers' like homage. It's like, just, you, like you're you're going. That's going to the you know the, the pearly. That's Mecca. That's yeah. the Mecca, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, without the praying. Well, yeah. there was a lot of praying towards the end of the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the coolest. Yeah, it
0: was it was pretty it was pretty insane. Do they have
1: a show during the? They don't have a show during the game, no, do they? No, It's
0: three hours earlier, so the game's oh. over by like seven there or whatever. Because it starts at 3 p.m. Vegas time. So, yeah, we had a show that night, though, and there was a lot of, like...
1: And you work at... and When you're in Vegas, you work at... Brad Garrett's Comedy Club, Brad, MGM Grand. Brad Garrett is the brother from Everyone Loves Raymond. The big brother plays Robert. Hello, Raymond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he... Doesn't he... So, I've heard this about the show. He's, like, the host. He hosts it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he comes out, and he, like, is fucking with everybody and brings other comics on. How does it, it work?
0: It's a really cool thing. Like, he's, like, it's kind of an evening with Brad, and he brings his friends, like, us, but he he yeah. goes out and he slaughters for 45 straight minutes to open. <laughs> and everyone's done. That's what they came to see. Yeah. And then whoever's next is screwed. Oh, just no. Like, I can't follow this. Yeah. And, yeah. They came to see Brad. They just They're- got to see Brad. <laughs>
1: They're literally at the club called Brad Made Garrett's after him. Comedy Club. Yeah. Yeah. And he's
0: like, And he's like, you guys ready to see some, you know, my next... And everyone's like, no, we're here for you. <laughs> we're done. Leave us... Yeah. Say yeah. Raymond again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the first couple minutes on stage are, are a little bumpy after yeah. he introduces you. But then eventually everyone's like, well, I guess this guy's not leaving, so yeah. we, gotta, we might as well watch him We'll have a too. couple more drinks and yeah. hang out. Yeah, but then it, Brad comes on in between, messes with people, the whole thing. And he gets
1: into the crowd a little bit, right? He's
0: like, It's like a roast, man. He, yeah. he cut his teeth like... Uh, he won Star Search, like, in 1980, and he cut his teeth doing Vegas opening for Sammy Davis wow. and Frank Sinatra, and he was the opening comic that no one, you know, came to see, no one cared about. Yeah. And so he's got a real, like, kind of 80s act, like, it's, he goes after people. And, and he knows
1: how to work a up
0: She goes, he gets him whipped into a frenzy, yeah. Oh, yeah, my God.
1: Like, and well, then he's the brother, you know, yeah. like... That is the career opportunity of it's, all time.
0: Exactly. You only know, get that sitcom money coming in. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. that's what, He always wanted to like give back because a lot of those guys helped him. Yeah. He always wanted to give back to younger comics, and that's why he opened the club. That's he, so cool. He didn't need the headache, but Man. Yeah. Yeah, he's there like two weeks a month. It's great. It's uh,
1: great. I mean, it's uh, that's very cool. So listen, June 13th, Caroline's Michael Somerville is here off of his... Hawaiian tour. And you're Brad Garrett. And I'm Brad and Garrett. I'm life. Jared Garrett Free. I love it. I, I can't wait.
0: Without the sitcom money. Without the
1: sitcom money. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll be cutting my teeth in the crowd, just yelling at them, and then you know, with a change bucket outside, yeah. hoping that they'll give exactly. to the fund. Uh listen, you can send in anything. J Train Podcast at JTrain Podcast. At gmail.com. Uh Michael Somerville out. at Somerville Puns. Let's get into some emails. You ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, you can send in anything you'd like. I'm very excited about today's emails. Spring break advice. I, I we might be a little late to this, uh, but we're right in the thick of the season, I think, right? Did you ever go on spring break in college? Oh, yeah. Where'd Absolutely. you go? Uh South Padre Island. South Padre yeah, Island. Yeah, that's down. like one of those places as like a Northeast guy You'd hear about It's exactly exactly. You know Like like I never Experienced it But you're like Oh that's The thing I would Want to do If it was something That was within my Realm of possibilities Like for us It was like Cancun And you know Acapulco You do those But South Padre Was like Oh, I don't think I'm uh, roadhouse enough right. to go. <laughs> it is. It's
0: very – obviously, it's down off of Texas. It's like a very southern thing, so a lot of those southern schools go. Uh, I went to Notre Dame, so yeah. it was. we were like – and Notre Dame was kind of an uptight school. It wasn't like – people think Notre it's this crazy, da- fun place. Notre,
1: Notre Dame uh, – I know this. It's not the – it is more – Rudy lighting the candles, then Rudy getting the sack. That is exactly right. That's, ex- that's a great way of <laughs> you know? putting it too. Actually, from, from what I know of it, that's there's like two exactly, bars, right? That's
0: exactly right. Yeah. yeah, it's not. You you work hard, you study hard. It's a, you know. So we wanted to go someplace that was gonna be fun, like yeah. you see on an MTV and all this. Like, let's go someplace crazy. And the brochure for South Padre came. You know, they get they sent them to all the colleges. Yeah. And so we were kind of lame,
1: like we were just didn't know how to have fun. You're watching the animals at the exactly. zoo. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, I know that feeling a lot because sometimes you go somewhere and you're like, "I'm this isn't my place." I'm happy to be here, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna watch. This I'm gonna see. Not. You know, I'm gonna see what happens here. I'm gonna throw. Watch the monkeys throw their shit against the wall. Exactly, you know? like, <laughs> exactly. And and the thing is, uh, like I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's funny to see you guys rolling up. For like with your church wear on. Exactly. <laughs> like, should, should, should we cut these jeans to make them shorts?
2: <laughs> and then one of
0: our buddies got like a beard during the day and everyone else just kind of watched him. Uh, like, dude, your head's <laughs> like the sun is up. I, <laughs>
1: I will tell I have a So we went to Cancun. I, my buddy convinced us. I think I've told this like years ago at this point. I can't believe I'm saying years that this podcast has been around for that long. <laughs> but I went to Cancun and my buddy was like, he, my buddy Thunder Dan was the one that there's always the guy <laughs> Thunder Dan Thunder Dan <laughs> who puts the trip together who has to sell you yeah because he's got tickets to sell
0: yeah, yeah. you gotta
1: put up a group of like at least so many oh, right right for him to get the free trip yeah when we didn't know that <laughs> someone got a free trip <laughs> So he's talking it up. He's like, "Oh, they got swim a swim-up pool bar, and it's going to be great." He mentioned swim-up pool bar so many times that's a, that's now the running joke. Ten years later, <laughs> that's his we're nickname. like, "Yeah, it's, oh, oh my god!" Every time we go, is swim-up pool bar. You know, that's all we talk about. And we get and he brings us this place, the El Publito. Can you Google El publito right now to see if it comes up? And we get to spring break, and it literally looks. Like, we're like, we're, there were two plays to stay. Not El Poblito and El Publito, <laughs> okay. And we get to El Poblito and it literally looks like... A carnival ride It is like multicolored There's a swim up pool bar But it's disgusting there, And I think it's closed now I think it's like now A dilapidated <laughs> version of itself One day we went And we get to the swim up pool bar They're they're rinsing out plastic cups oh. You know those plastic cups That can get like the hole down the side of it Like they can cut uh, yeah. down the side They're rinsing them out And then using them again, using them again. <laughs> And we're drinking beer With like half the beer coming out the side oh. Like it's a Looney Tunes <laughs> thing and, and then we go to another hotel They're like yo MTV's at this other hotel hotel we should go so we go to the other hotel to check it out at our hotel they're like they're like doing like they're like who they're, we had this huge like uh like arm wrestling tournament for a t-shirt right, right. and we're like that was the winner got a t-shirt and we cheered and thunder dan was the one we entered and the wow. arm wrestling and he got to the finals against this other dude and wow. lost to him so it. we didn't even get the fucking t-shirt and then we go to this M- and there's elpa blitzer yes Hold on. And it's nicer days, I think. That is a artist rendering yeah. <laughs> of it, because that is not what it looks
0: Airbrushed like. Airbrushed and cleaned <laughs> up. I'm
1: sorry about it. I, 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 it is, they had a water slide, and we looked at this place, and we're like, okay, I guess this worked. They're cleaning out the fucking, uh, the, 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 the paper cups, and yeah. we're so mad. So we're like, we'll go see the other hotel, the MTV hotel. Yeah. We just did an armlessing competition for one t-shirt. We go to this shirt, ch- this hotel, it's, the music's up, there's people, there's like, how you saw Spring Break being. Right, right like the Millions of chicks, hot chicks, <laughs> and there's a guy on the speaker going, who wants $10,000? <laughs> and we're looking, and the whole time it was so funny because we did, every time they, and we're like fighting over one t-shirt. they <laughs> are giving out 10 grand. And we all look at thunder down we're like are you fucking kidding me be kidding me and then we we got wet t-shirt contest they literally have t-shirt guns they have too many (laughs) t-shirts right right it's it's the sahara after the bills lost the super bowl they're just giving out t-shirts left and right and like like it was just insanity and then we go back to el poblito and we're like what the fuck are we gonna do here yeah we are there's not even girls here you know and we and i remember one day we were just like, fuck it. We got so hammered. And our one buddy, we ch- Thunder Dan, we challenged him to drink uh six cups of tequila. Oh. Don't do this at home, people. No. Please don't do this. But he drank it must have been. There were like full cups of tequila. Oh. And so he would get in a full split and we the Van Dan. And in a full split and just drink the tequila, oh. and he he basically missed a whole day of his trip. I would yeah. say don't do this. Do not do this. No. Went down the water slide a couple times, and then we we're like, let's get him to bed. Let's just wow. get out of here. But it was uh, it was quite a time. I mean, if I could redo it, I would. At this age, and I know th- this is just an age thing. I would plan better, like you know, yeah. and you don't plan anything at that age. No. Like I know someone's right now. Literally listening to this podcast and it's three in the morning and they're throwing shit into their bag Uh for for their spring break trip that they have to be at the airport by 6 a.m. Right, and I've been that guy, and I'm yeah. I'm with you, buddy. Yeah, right. but there
2: are, th- but that's the thing. There are certain things that you're willing to plan. You're setting up a Madden tournament. I know. You're setting up whatever bullshit. This do is that this is this. this is
1: the thing to do, or yeah. have one friend you can trust to plan. Exactly. Because that is what it's spring is all about. And we had emails last week, kind of like hinting at this and like having a plan. But I I, I gotta like I want to dive a little bit more into it. I mean, I just got back from Aruba. I on the nice. way to Aruba. This is a, I'll tell this story. I. Uh, <laughs> It's Friday night before Aruba. I'm like, you know, I'm out in the I'm out on the scene, so to speak. Uh-huh. A lady called me up. I'm like, okay, four in the morning. I'm like, I got till five forty five to go out, and then I have to go to the airport. So I had all my stuff packed. So right. I'm like Joe, you know, Joe Slob, that's listening right now, that's packing his bag for spring break. <laughs> I was ready, so that gave me the allowance to go out. Four in the morning, we're in the bed, we're hanging out, we're hooking up. All of a sudden, I'm like, I I I, I look at her, and I'm like. I'm like, make sure I'm up by 4:45. You know, like whatever the time was, pass out, and then I go and I would look at the clock, and it's like my flight was at my flight was at seven, right. so I had to leave by five, and I needed to leave her place at 4:45. So I remember I got there at like 3:30, pat, and I go, make sure I'm up by 4:45. I don't know why I put this in her hands, right. but then. <laughs> I, I wake up and it's and I go, and I like freak out. I'm like, what time is it? And yeah. she's like, it's five. And I go, and I li- this is literally what I said. I'm like half drunk. I just go, how could you do this to me?
2: <laughs>
1: oh my God. And, I, and, I, and then I like put all my shit on. I get an Uber. Thank God for Uber. I get in the Uber and we go to my place and then go from my place to the airport. I just made, literally did not break stride from... <laughs> the the uber through security to i love it the airplane so cool. i'm saying plan so this guy's writing wait 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 when she
2: woke up later she was like did he really say that, <laughs> that a dream? Yeah.
1: i did send a text you have to send the courtesy text i'm like hey sorry you know and i sent that text and i also sent a text being like don't worry i made it <laughs> as if she's worried <laughs> if i fucking made it do you roll that shit up and pass the j train
2: Ooh, wow. Okay took, ah.
1: took a shot took a shot yeah You're not gonna hate on that I'm currently a freshman at a fairly part. Fairly party oriented SEC school and wanted to get your take on some spring break ideas to make the most of my first spring break with my fraternity brothers. To give you some insight, I'm known to do debaucherous and funny shit during spring break since I've been a freshman in high school. Sophomore year of high school, a couple of buddies and I all bought matching Speedos and visors and created fake name tags on Photoshop saying we were all employed by the hotel and we were staying at <laughs> and proceeded to walk up and down the beach tanning with tanning oil and shout out. Free rubdowns. We came across a couple of bachelorette parties, and it was a huge success. LOL. Anyway, I'd love your wise Jewish wisdom on regards to some games, pranks, ideas that we could all do this spring break to make it a fun, controversial, and memorable experience. Love the podcast. I've been doing. Uh, been a long-time listener, and I've told all my brothers about it. Apply foot-long eagle feather to seam of stack. Thank you, buddy. Totes Parish. What do you think? He, he doesn't sound like he needs any help, man. It doesn't is sound creative. like... He's it. going on spring break
0: in high school. He's going on spring yeah, break? Yeah,
1: there's like... like uh, like there's like, I, I never knew of this yeah. type of thing when I was in high school. I yeah. guess because I'm the buttoned up northeast of the country. But I, I do know when I went to college, a lot of people did like beach week. Really? That was like a big high school thing like after their senior year. I don't know about sophomore year, but I mean like... This guy is a freshman in college. That, that's when I went on for spring break for the first time. Freshman year. That's when I did I didn't That's when I did the El like Poblito trip.
0: El Poblito. I do not think high schools had. I thought you got like Easter break, but not yeah. like a spring break.
1: I don't think it seems strange, but I'll go with him. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, do you I'll have any ideas? It. What do What do you think is a good idea to like amp it up?
0: Amp up your own spr- – I good. I like the whole – I do like the dressing up or pretending you work for <laughs> yeah. someone or, I mean, the, you know, the matching outfits is always a winner. You in Vegas and your tuxedos. Yep. And, I mean, it's
1: you can't beat that. You can't beat effort. No. And, and that's – here's what's going to happen. I think this guy, if I was really – like, you can either – you can either go, go big or go home is, right. is really my advice. Right. And my advice on that is you can't – like, you you can't half do it. Because yeah. you're gonna get shit from your buddies. Here's the here's the shit you get as funny guy. And I put up quotes. Yeah. Okay. It can not it can miss and then everyone's like, oh, look at you trying to be funny guy. Right, right. Or it can hit for five seconds. Right. And now you're stuck in this ridiculous costume <laughs> for, for, the the next r- for the next day. Yeah. yeah. Um I I always advise funny during the daylight. Sexy at night.
0: Well, look at you. Now, right? not, not everyone can pull that off. Well,
1: this is, but I'm saying you want to be, you know, s- you want to be during the day, you want to be the guy that, like, oh, look at this ridiculous soul. The fun guy. Fun guy, but n- nobody wants to be with fun. A chick wise, fun guy at night is a little too much. Clown it's like, boy. When does this guy relax? That's
0: my problem. I forget to turn <laughs> it off. You got to turn it off. Well, it worked at noon, it's going to work again at midnight. You
1: want the ability for a girl to go, Weren't you fun guy? Right. right. At night. You know, you know what I mean? And the way you do this, I would do it. One time I went on a bachelor party and I bought the bachelor, the guy getting married, yeah. a king's costume with a scepter and a big cape and a crown. And he just walked around going, hear me, hear me all day long. And that was great. That's like he got fantastic. into the part. Like if I saw someone on the beach with a speedo and oh, the yeah. cape and the crown and the scepter, I'd be like. That guy's doing it. And if you put it away at night, if a girl, if you have a conversation with a girl that day, that night, if you see her again, king guy. King guy. Yeah. And then you just say, you do one reference to it, hear me, hear me. And then, <laughs> and then and you then got you, this down. And then you say, let's do shots. I'm just saying, when you're gonna do this stuff, like what he did, the thing with the tanning oil and the rub like that's fun. Right. Especially when you look like you're a sophomore in high school, as he said, I'd be like, oh, look at these. <laughs> Look at these fucking babies. Twelve year olds <laughs> yeah, trying is, to rub me. This is fun. I don't want them to fuck me, but you know, okay. Like that's what the girls are thinking. Yeah. But if you go with every day of the string break trip, yeah, a new thing. <laughs> how great would that be if it was like mullet day, uh, king day? Uh, you know, like I wrote down a couple. Now uh, they can't
0: wait to see you. S- now they
1: now they're wondering what's the next what's day going to be tomorrow. Break. And one day might. Swing and miss like King Day like they're gonna go oh come on fucking relax funny guy right but then if you come the next day in a mullet without telling everyone, everyone like I get, you did it again
0: absolutely you mullet know what I mean? with a trucker hat yeah PBR
1: if you it's one of those things it's like the joke that isn't fun is funny then not funny then gets funny again gets
0: funny again you're exactly right the so rule that, of twenty seven
1: that's the, <laughs> that's the only way to go with it but, I, and because I think it like you have to play it up yeah don't just be Funny guy for the sake of trying to be funny guy. Be funny guy. Own it, yeah. Own it. And then at night, slick back that hair. Yeah, I like that. Sexy guys out. And now you dress normally at night day? Normally. Okay. Nighttime is not the right time for this (laughs) shit. It's not. It doesn't. It looks like, you know, you got to choose your spots. Even if you did, like, like even if if you do this costume, really, honestly, at spring break time, you wake up at Eleven earliest, Mm -hmm. you're off the beach by four latest. That's not that long. Now you're right. You know, as far as like for me as an adult, I gotta go. You know, I got morning on the beach, afternoon. You know, if I went in a speedo with in a thong bathing suit. (laughs) It's funny for five minutes, and then people were like, dude, this guy's been in a thong all day. Yeah, all, all day. <laughs> He's chafing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just, Not a good look. I, his crack was funny at first. And now <laughs> I, I actually know every inch of his crack. <laughs> yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. You're with Michael Somerville at Somerville puns. Go follow him, support him. June 13th, Caroline's. Go. I'm going to be there. So much fun. So good on stage. Love watching Michael Somerville. You guys will too. Uh, that was spring break advice. Circumcision. Oh, uh, yeah, let's get personal. Are you <laughs> circumcised, Mr. Somerville? I, let me check. Yes, sir. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it looks great, doesn't it? It feels good? It's, it feels it's, good. no, you got a good looking penis. Yeah. Thank you for pulling it out. I didn't expect that. I just you didn't have to check, but I'm, I mean, that's I'm waiting. Okay. I'm waiting for you. We had my <laughs> we all know, you know, you know, is circumcised. okay. <laughs> I will say this. We had a conversation about circumcised penis on a past episode, yeah, right?
2: and we got a follow up. somebody was warning me a dire warning. So we've had
1: a lot of follow-up to the circumcision yeah. email, so I'm going to read a couple emails. All right. What was the
2: follow-up you got? You got one too, right? Yeah, I was essentially saying, like, you know, if I had a, a son, I don't know if I want them to do it. You know, I was just kind of throwing it out there about circumcision, and somebody yeah. was like, Man, Sam, do it. Like, you have to get your kid circumcised because he People had get, traumatic experiences.
1: So there was somebody with a... But let, let me just say this about everybody. Human race. <laughs> If you hear us talk about something in generalities, and you're like, "Well, I don't do that," I don't do that. Guy stops all positive conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, in every case, yeah. when you're like, like, oh, like, you know, well, I am a woman who doesn't do right. that, and right. it's like. Yeah, okay, you're a chick who wants to fuck, but most cases, girls want boyfriends. Right, right. You know, right. Like I, so, I would never do that to you. Never, <laughs> never. I would never. <laughs> but I'm saying, like I, that whole idea. Yeah. But any positive, i ex- yeah. I'm not, not all, right. Right. not all person. Yeah. You suck, right? <laughs> you just suck. <laughs> right.
0: exactly. Because
1: not all person. What it does is make the all people feel really badly and not get their shit out there. Right. right. So it's like when, you're like, well, I don't have a problem with it. You know, it's like, and it happens on every subject. Oh, it happens all the time, everywhere, everywhere sure, on the TV, to anywhere. And it's usually our problem with comedy when people are like, "You're generalizing." Right. How do you make a joke then? Yeah. You know, I can make a joke. Yeah. And it's like I can tell a story and, the you know, my own story. And then my story is going to try and relate to you in some exactly, way. Exactly. Exactly. How are how you going to do it, buddy? Right, right. Well, I am a... You know, like it's always like a group. Well, I'm a Jew who's not cheap and right. loves Palestine and it's and like went okay to public school <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it
0: proves that but yeah. Yeah,
1: like, and wow. it always comes down to some correlation that doesn't even make fucking exactly, sense. Exactly. Exactly. So this guy right so let me just say to those people who are not circumcised and are like, I don't have I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what circumcised <laughs> like, Sure your dick is fine. <laughs> Sup, Jay? Been listening since 2014, my freshman year. Weird to think how far you've come and how surprising it is that I'm actually about to make it my senior year using your Jewish advice. Enough feathering. I'm a Canadian listener and have, have, have had the same thought every time circumcision comes up on the podcast. You always talk about it as if almost every male in North America was snipped at birth. As an ex athlete turned local intramural hero, I've seen my fair share of male junk in the post game showers. It was it was if I was forced to use my basic knowledge from an intro statistics credit I got freshman year, I'd say seventy percent of dicks I've seen aren't
2: circumcised. That's what I'm saying. Really? Right? I, I've said this to my wife, and she's like, "No, they're all." No, I'm like, well, this is so. a
1: Canadian writing in. Okay, so listen, he writes, I know it's cold in Canada, but these are turtlenecks really making a difference. (laughs) Have you heard of people from different regions not being circumcised? I've never met a girl in the great white north. Act surprised of my warm head cover. My question is, do you really think it makes a difference to a girl? Have I been living a lie every time a girl goes down happily on my strong medium? Love to hear your opinion, Canadian listener. I know a lot of Canadians um, and a lot of them aren't circumcised.
0: You you know this? Why why do you know? I blew half
1: of them. So (laughs) I know that. No. Why do you have? I worked at a summer camp, and we had a large uh, a large portion of the guys that worked at the summer camp were from Nova Scotia. Okay, and that was a very like not circumcised area of Canada.
0: Well, yeah, you want to stay as warm as you can, right? I imagine. You keep yeah. as much
1: skin on you <laughs> as you can do. So I, I can understand why he's seeing seventy percent by his yeah metrics. Uh, his dick tricks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know.
0: I don't know any of my. Fr- I assume they all are. I guess but I have I,
1: one friend. I feel like most
0: of the world is. So I guess that's my point of view. Well, like-
1: most of. A, I think it's most of American males are. Okay. I think that. I think the minute you go to Canada, it's, it's Okay. And it, I, I. think like the, So we have another circumcision email. Jared Mansamp <laughs> Impossible OKP just heard the episode where a listener wrote in explaining that he had trauma from girls' <laughs> negative reactions to his hooded hot dog. That dude may just need some confidence or may need to work out other personal issues. My sweatered schlong has always been gladly received. And same goes for other dudes I know on the same boat. To my uncut compadre, I say this. You got it, dude. Their girl, The girl is naked. They're naked, ready, and willing. You'd be surprised how many chicks see it as a novelty and those that don't warm up to it. After all, once you stick it in, it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Now, he said <laughs> Thanks, hooded Jane hot train. dog and sh- sweatered schlong. <laughs> I think that should become the new ch- Can we just come up with as and many then, names for it? I know,
1: right? <laughs> and then he writes, P.S. Mansamp, I'm sure you'll make the right choice for your son's John. Uh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, here's the thing. it's it's. Uh, to, I, I agree with the second emailer. I don't think any girls running out of the room. Like, if you have a non-circumcised, I don't think there's a real big deal. They may have questions. <laughs> uh, they may, you know, they may be like a little bit like, whoa. And I think it's kind of like I think to me, like, like if I, it's I think it's like boobs for a girl. If, like, if, if I had only been with small boob girls, and then one girl came in with like fucking huge tits, I'd be like, let's fucking. And, and then I was surprised by them. Maybe she wore like a poncho. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, whoa! Let me get a minute to like take this in, and then I'd be jumping into those. But what fun if bags. her nipples
0: had a foreskin? That would be like covering well, I, her nipples. That you have well, to pull back.
1: I guess nipples is the right analogy. When I see a girl with huge nips, I'm like, okay, uh huh good to see you, okay. right? Like I'm happy, no nice. matter what. I'm still gonna touch those nips.
0: Nice to meet you. Yeah. Nice to
1: meet you. Yeah. Let okay. me let me throw some eggs on here. Some dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I think it's like
0: I don't know what that means. I don't no. know. I,
1: I, dinner plates <laughs> was the reference. Oh, dinner
0: plates. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. I think it's like what this guy said. Whether well, it's a novelty, like I think it's like uh, seeing on the menu, like oh truffle fries. I'll try those. Okay. Instead of regular fries.
2: But here's the thing, though. It's like for, for guys that aren't circumcised, supposedly it's more sensitive. Like that's mm. the natural state of how the penis is supposed to be. Mm. We wouldn't really accept if, if at a certain point we're like, you know what? You got to you gotta trim your nipples back or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like, right. yeah. that's but what it an, is. It's so. an
0: efficacy thing, though. Isn't it like a health thing? Yeah, it's, it's more about cleanliness, about I think. Bacteria Supply- and yeah. stuff. I mean, there was like a medical reason they, they do it, right?
2: Back yeah. in
1: the day, sure. But let me Let me just say this circumcised or not circumcised we're all brothers (laughs) we're all brothers here on earth and I just think if you're worried you shouldn't be worried about it and I'd like to hear some female opinions I'd love to because I I
0: feel like we've heard enough I've heard female comics talk about it and they weren't fans they weren't fans
1: I'd like to have some girls write in who have had and just title your email uh, uncircumcised penis or hooded hot dog, hooded hot dog, <laughs> hooded hot dog and eater, anything you want to call it. But I want to hear what your experiences <laughs> yeah. are like. And we can discuss it here on the J train podcast, J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com. We have a new sponsor and I got to tell you, I'm a very big fan of this
2: sponsor. This is a cool one. And you don't see them. I don't feel like on a lot of podcasts. No, like, they, this It's like a new. They sp- thing, came to know?
1: us, right? And uh, I got some of their stuff, and it is very cool, very uh, comfortable. Like, it's a clothing company, and they're called Electric Family. Uh, Let me tell you about Electric Family and how you can save 25% off your first order. Listen, do you love EDM festivals and the fashion trends they carry? What if you could wear stylish clothing that also carried a positive message? I got to tell you about Electric Family. It's the number one apparel brand in electronic music. Collaborate with Skrillex. Kygo, Zed, Marshmallow, and many more to create unique apparel. Skrillex, I mean, that's a big deal.
2: That's the name, right?
1: Skrillex is EDM, right? Yeah. And I mean, they Electric Family, they clothe all these. They partner with 55 artists and influencers to raise over $350,000 for charities worldwide. Grassroots movement born out of music to act as a vehicle for positive impact. Experimental dye tees, printed long sleeves, hoodies, headwear, bracelets, and more. Unifying philosophy and street culture to create propaganda for peace. Just released their spring collection, a campaign for peace. Follow them on social media, at Electric Family. That's at Electric Family. And listen, join the global community of changemakers. Go to electricfamily.com, enter my promo code JTRAIN25. That's JTrain25. That's JTrain25 at checkout to save 25% off your first order. So it makes sense. JTrain, plus you're getting 25% off. JTrain25 is the promo code. This is an exclusive deal for you guys only. So go to electricfamily.com, and our JTrain25 at checkout, save 25%. Join the movement and look stylish while doing it at electricfamily.com. Let me just say this. Go to their website. They got some really cool stuff. I got the tank. Sun's out, guns out for summer. I got the tea. Um, I got a, a cool hat. They got, I like hats. What I like about what they do and what they have, I like wearing stuff that isn't North Face, mm-hmm. that isn't um, City of New York. Mm-hmm. You know when you see someone in the New York City sweatshirt and you're like, Taurus, right. nerd, loser, not cool. Hooded you know, hot dog. Hooded hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of hooded hot dogs <laughs> walking around the city. What I like about Electric Family is that they have stuff that, like I wear a hat. I have this. I have a hat from another company that is just the design. And I like that because people are like, oh, what's that design? Where'd you get it from? And they have a lot of cool stuff like that. They got cool sweats and hats and T-shirts. It's all really cool, cool stuff and great design. So go to uh, their website, electricfamily.com. Go browse through it, and you get 25% off. So check out a T-shirt or something like that. Yeah,
2: plus summer's coming. You're going to be going to these EDM shows, all this stuff. People are going to know that you know what's going on. Yeah, it's
1: in-the-know clothing. So yeah. electricfamily.com. I'm a huge fan. I, I got the hat. I'm going to be wearing it out. It's going to be great. 25% off, J-Train 25.
0: That's your evening sexy hat. That's my
1: evening sexy hat. All right. Yeah, well, this is stuff, if I, if I could say this, this is stuff you could wear spring breaky. Totally. You know, this is like that type of... Look, you know?
0: Yeah, I well, feel like
1: I feel like if you have a tattoo, it would work for you, too. Day day or, T- or, or night, Big too. tattoo. Sure. Uh, I can't, because then I'd go to hell. But. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, how do I convince them I just want to bang? Papa JT, love the podcast. Been listening for years. Your sage wisdom never fails to fails to inspire. Enough with the nut feathering. I go to a small private musical theater college in Toronto, Canada. As you can guess, ninety nine percent of the guys at my school are gay. So I've been turned turning to Tinder to meet dudes. Oh,
2: oh that's wait, a chick. wait.
1: I don't have time or interest in being in a relationship right now, but my program is very stressful and I could use a steady fuck. See, this is I'm going to stop this email for (laughs)
0: because this is what girls do and buy a ticket to Canada. I don't
1: have time, but I could use a steady fuck.
0: Right. Do you know what I mean? Like hearing her speak like that is exciting.
1: It's exciting. But then there's a part of me where I'm like, I don't trust you. You don't believe her. Because she's trying to convince someone by the title, How Do I Convince Him I Just Want to Bang? Uh huh. You can't convince someone you just want to bang when you're like, but this is steady, right? Ah. Like, uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, you know, we can't have our cake and eat it to both sides. Guys uh-huh. can't just want to fuck and never have a girlfriend. Right. And girls can't just want to fuck and say they never want a boyfriend.
0: That's interesting. Never thought of it. You know what
1: that. I mean? Like, it's kind of a double standard that she's looking for. Recently, I matched with a dude to, I went to high school with on Tinder, 777. Almost a man sound.
2: That's right. Chris one under. Cl-
1: one under man stamp. One under par. <laughs> <laughs> Chris claims to be an 888. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know.
2: Clay, you can see me. Face, body, at me. personality. I, you listen, know me. I, I am for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not uh, I'm not going to endorse it. I'm for <laughs> it. Uh, we never really talked in school, but I like the fact that we knew each other because I'm not super comfortable with banging randos. In the past, I've only had sex with guys I've been in a relationship with. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. He was looking for the same things as we, as me, so we hooked up once but never actually banged because I had my period. I texted him the next weekend to see if he actually wanted to bang, but he told me he had the flu, and I haven't heard from him since. Now I'm not sure if, he's saying, if him saying that was just his way out of blowing me off. I want to hook up again, but it feels desperate to text him after what happened last time. Should I give up on this dude and find someone else last time we hooked up? He said something about girls always wanting relationships over hookups. So I'm a little worried that he thinks I'm trying to date him. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. What do you think?
0: Well, it's, it sounds like she wants kind of that consistent booty call thing. When yes. I'm busy. I don't want to be tied down, but I want to be able to call you mm-hmm. if and when I want. And that has a shelf life to it, right? Yes, Six, eight weeks, three months. Time. I mean, how long can you run with a booty call And before one or the other person starts getting weird? Or what are we doing? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: I, I hear you, man. And the thing about it is... She's like, she says she doesn't like random guys Mm -hmm. and she's used to relationship sex.
0: And I get that. The
1: the problem is you're now, what you have to realize is what field are you playing on? Yeah. You can't go to the soccer field and start using your hands. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I hear what she's saying. Yeah, She wants the regular fuck buddy, but then she's got all this thing of, like, I'm not used to it. You have to play the game that you're looking to play. That's a good point. So I hear what she's saying, like I and I think she wants to do, honestly wants to do what, she, what she's saying. Yeah. But she has to remember the game that she's getting involved yeah, She's in.
0: wearing shin guards on the tennis court. Exactly. It's not going to work. How about your 4 a.m. little call the other day? What uh,
1: What's that set up? What's your arrangement? The, the arrangement is no arrangement. <laughs> I think the arrangement is that she needs to... I think she has to... She can't be afraid of being too much. Okay. Because all she's asking for is someone to hang out with and fuck. Right. So there's no too much. There's you being you and then him taking the bait or not. Okay. So she's really afraid of getting turned down right now. She's not afraid of what... Oh, is he scared? Or what no, 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 no. That's not... It's not mm-hmm. his problem you're worried about. You're worried about your problem. Your problem is, how the fuck can I... Am I going to look like a fool for reaching out to him for
0: again? What? Yeah, yeah.
1: No guy... Here's what I would say to all the girls. You never look like a fool for reaching out too much to hook up. No. Because a guy could never go to his friends and be like, oh, she won't fucking stop bothering me. And they're like, well, doesn't she want to fuck? Right. And then he would be like, yeah. And he would be like, what's wrong with you, dude? Yeah, you'll know pretty... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know she, she's going to know pretty quickly whether yeah. or not he's interested. So I would... If I'm her... You do your hangouts at at times of night that could not be confused. Right, right. You do it. You say at eleven thirty, "Hey, I'm out," and make it with any fuck buddy situation. The only reason fuck buddy exists is for no planning and no uh, owing anybody. Exactly. exactly. You don't want to owe. There's no debt in right. the. It's a debit no card. Expectation, yes. No expectation. Yeah. You're you're playing the debit right. card game. Right. So what you're saying is, hey, whenever I would send a fuck buddy text, guy or girl, hey, I'm doing this, having a blast. You you tell them the fun you're having. I'm doing this. I'm going to be at this place later. Yep. You should come meet up. Yeah. Balls in their court at that point, Done. Literally, my ball <laughs> is hanging in their court. In but, their court. But I'm saying at that point, there's no confusion. You're not saying to them, "Hey, you don't." You're not offended if they don't show up. Right. You're, not, you're doing your thing. Come to my island where I'm partying. Now the here's lights are up.
0: The added element that I wonder what her expectations sure. of his behavior are beyond can he hook up with anyone else or is this a monogamous booty call
1: i think i think what you're doing in this case is you have to give yourself up to that possibility that it might not be Uh uh-huh that he might be with other people but that's the that's what i'm talking about with the soccer field you show up (laughs) to play soccer you have to be aware that these things can happen to you and it does hurt but then get a boyfriend right don't don't disguise yourself (laughs) you know nothing is worse Than going to play soccer and having someone be like, well, this is a lacrosse game now. (laughs) Like, I hate that shit. Why'd you bring a tennis racket? Yeah, don't come to me with, I'm so cool. I'm so, because I I see a lot of that in her talk, even though I believe that she's. Exactly. Where I'm saying, like, a lot of times with girls that I have this experience where it's like, yeah, we're we're fucking, fucking, and meet me up later. And and then you say, hey, can't make it tonight. And then they're like, what the fuck? Right. I thought we were gonna, like, I'm having sex with you. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm kind of tired. Yeah. I'm gonna go home. Yeah. And they're like, Well, what what's what's wrong with me? And I'm like, right. No, our situation is that we meet up when it's easy for both of us and it's fun. Right. And if I don't meet up, don't go to your first assumption being that I'm going with someone else. Right. Right. How about you make your first assumption that this just didn't work for me tonight? Yeah,
0: just not tonight. Yeah. That's it. J anyone anything. And
1: I think that's why there's a lot of studies about how millennials are having less sex than ever. Is that true? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a ton of stuff about Finally it. I'm trendy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it. You're killing it. I think it's because there's other sex options. Oh, really? There's more sex o- options than there ever been. I get, you just have a heart attack. I, that's how I hiccup. <laughs> I got this Pellegrino and I'm hiccuping. I tell you all over the place. I'm a new Pellegrino guy. Uh, speaking of Pellegrino, up. Pete over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are the other options? What am I missing? Masturbation. That's not new. <laughs> but the access to masturbation is just so easy okay. now that it's like I can just go home. Yeah. Instagram, yeah, I can throw on throw a beat to that, yeah. You know,
2: well, it's also scientifically like if they get, if you present people with twenty options as opposed to three, yeah. they're gonna have a way hard. That's like true. Y- you just, go, I can't There's make too a choice. many options. Yeah.
1: There's the you got the bar in your pocket, Tinder, Bumble, whatever. Yeah, you got the bar in your in the other app, the texting. Yeah, and then you got the fucking. Fuck imaginary fuck palace back at home where you could just go wherever you want. So, and it's all, yeah, I talk about with Chinese food. Chinese food in New York City fucking sucks because all you do is wonder, where should I get Chinese food from? And then you pick a place and you're like, I should have gone to the other fucking place. (laughs) That's what having sex in New York is like. J Train podcast at gmail.com. J Train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Michael Somerville. At Somerville puns. Going to be at Caroline's June 13th. Go check him out. I'm going to be there with him. Can't wait. So fantastic. I like this email. I like this email because it's it's a little serious, but it's fun. It's got a little everything. I feel like you're going to be a great person for advice on this. All right. No uh, pressure. Non-woke dad. <laughs> okay. To whom it may concern. Cue the music, man, Sam, because it's a chick email. Wait uh, a minute. Oh. He's not a chick.
2: But it's about a chick.
1: I'm not actually a chick. I'm a dude. I just like Van Halen. Don't play the music. Fuck this All guy. right, I stopped it. But anyways, I'm a Caucasian male that recently started dating an African-American female. Ooh, getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> I really like her, and I think she really likes me. But she also is a woman, and nobody ever knows what the hell, how the hell they think. But yeah, I could see this getting pretty serious, and she's already talked about meeting my family as they live in another town. My family is nice and all, but my dad is kind of like Pete Rose on Fox MLB After Show. (laughs) It's only a matter of time before he says something offensive. I don't think my dad is actually racist, but when he's been drinking, he has been known to make a racist joke or two. Keep in mind, he's never made these jokes in the presence of someone they could actually offend, but you never know. Obviously, it's 2017, and if you're a racist or make a racist joke, then you're a piece of shit now. But how do I handle my dad's situation? Do I give the girl a heads up beforehand? Do I just tell my, uh, tell the girl my dad died and never have the meat? <laughs> I really like this girl, and I also like my dad because, you know, he's my dad. Any advice would uh, help keep up the good work on the podcast? I love this email. <laughs> That's amazing. I love this email because it has, uh, and I think it's a, missing from this conversation a lot, it has a lot of empathy. Yes. You know, he's like, my dad's a good guy. Good guy. He's made a racist joke or two. I've done that. You've done that. We've done that. It has like a lot of awareness for like, he's not a bad dude, but he says shit that if it was in front of the person he's making fun of, I'd be like, I hope this person's really fucking cool.
0: (laughs) You know, I love that it speaks about his dad like like, like his dad's a six year old or something, <laughs> just an uncontrolled wild card that you can't. <laughs> like yeah, a, what's, he gonna, know, do what's he gonna do next? He's a
1: whirling dervish. <laughs>
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. What does he do? What do you think? I th- I mean, he got he knows his relationship with his dad, and he just talked to him in advance and say, "Here's the deal, dad. You know, yeah. you said some things. You know, can I bring this scroll around and have you behave or yeah. not? And I, and it's going to be a noontime, like a non-drinking hour. <laughs> yeah. Clearly,
1: <laughs> yeah. I think is I, I think. Listen, we've all made jokes, white or black, you know, right. Chinese, Asian, Indian, whatever. We all make jokes in the comfort of our own home. Because you're around people that look like you and speak like you. And you're like, okay. And then when you bring in other parties, you're like, okay, well, maybe that's not the time or place for this joke. And time to may- behave. Maybe I'll rethink these jokes, which yeah. is actually a good thing. Maybe yeah. you're thinking, oh, maybe I would offend that person. I, w- I don't want to do that anymore because now I know somebody. Right. right. You know, Especially our dads and moms. They didn't, they ran, they you know, travel just wasn't as easy. That's you true. Know, I, I went to school out of state. You know, back my parents' day, everyone, no one really did that. Not as much as today. You couldn't, you know, weren't going to hop a JetBlue flight for 150 bucks to Florida to go to college. So I do understand where our parents come from, where they just grew up around people that looked exactly like them. So you just get used to the jokes, and they don't. The jokes are about people that they've never met, right? Right. So they're just making fun of a tree to them,
0: right?
1: And that could be any race or background. So for the dad, you know, he might meet this girl and be like, yeah, I think I'm done with those fucking jokes. It, it could be the best thing for him.
0: I think he, sh- he should bring his dad over to her family's yes. house, <laughs> Just to her family
1: reunion this yeah. summer
0: at the picnic. <laughs> and see how they react to him. Give him a 40 and see
1: what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Somerville, might, we might have bring, be able to bring you around this girl. <laughs> I think what he, this isn't the girlfriend's problem. No, not is, at all. Is, but he's saying in the email, should I let her know? No, 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 no. Your dad is your dad. You love him. Your mom's your yeah. mom. You love her. They're great people. They can't wait to meet her. She, yeah. Your girlfriend doesn't have to know about the one weird joke that he made that Tuesday yeah, when he was I drunk would hope up. so. Yeah. So what you do is what you're saying. You go to the dad and you prep. You yeah. do some prep. And, and it sounds like this kid kind of gets it where he's like, yeah, I, I, I get that he's not a bad person. I just want to make sure. Yeah. And you say to them, listen. I really like this girl. I, I'm gonna bring her over, and then, and also, uh, she happens to be black. Yeah, and they're yeah. gonna go, really? And, I, and you just say to them, yeah. So don't fuck this up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you just look at them, and and they'll know exactly what you mean. Exactly. And they, if they don't, then they're being a little ridiculous, and they're yeah. Yeah. you know lacking their own sense of awareness. Yeah. And you exactly. Say to them, that joke you made last week when you had a you know a few too many doers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do that. I like this girl. Yes, and your parents' respect for you should reflect their respect for this girl. Yeah, and and I promise you, they'll be on their best behavior. Yeah, and then you're going to get to know each other, and they're going to end up not wanting to make those jokes, or or they're going to make other jokes that she's going to like. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Then they're going to be like, "Oh, I get the audience now."
0: And now, yeah, here's
1: what's not racist, and how I can poke fun (laughs) at this.
0: And let's not underestimate the power of the mom in this scenario. Yeah, Having mom a mom nearby to kick dad in the shins, that's usually yes. a, a powerful thing.
1: Mom glares. Yes. Mom blowjobs. Mom because oh. they won't happen anymore okay <laughs> <laughs> not that they're happening ever i any, not sure else, how we went from layers <laughs> to that but okay jtrainpodcast at gmail.com michael somerville thank you for coming on fantastic Thanks, Her, Always. per you uh, love it here at Thanks. somerville puns we'll be right back with hypotheticals in the news we'll be right back hey guys welcome back uh, Mr. Somerville, so good to have you here.
0: Great being here, man. At Thanks. Somerville
1: Puns, June 13th, Caroline's. Go check them out. Come on out. I'm gonna be there too. Gonna be an awesome show. Great I can night. promise you that. Uh Mansamp. Hey, bud. At Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram, Mandatory Samson Podcast, right here every Friday on the Standard York Labs Network.
2: Yeah, we've been doing like two hour episodes.
1: Two hour episodes. Yeah, can't help it.
2: There's too much going on. So
1: much going on. Yeah. That's great. Uh, what is the biggest topic of conversation?
2: Well, you know, I mean, of course, we're, you know, kind of tracking what the president is doing and, you know, uh, trying to break stuff down. We've actually been getting into, um, like, more, like, media criticism stuff recently, taking clips. Oh, I didn't like that this person said this. Is Jimmy Kimmel racist on the Oscars? You know. Who thought he was racist? Uh, Well, we... Went hard at this woman that wrote an article on Huffington Post. Oh, I thought uh, he was so good. Didn't yeah, you? Yeah, he, he was great. really good. Yeah. Oh, was but he lifted up the Indian kid, and that possibly could have been racist. Ah, yeah. Tepenya! I saw that joke. Yeah, he made fun of Yulery's name, the Asian chick. So it's like yeah, we were, it's you know. a fucking weird
1: name. Of course. So we're <laughs> like, breaking
2: that type of stuff If down we were too. in Yulery's country, they'd be like,
1: Jimmy? (laughs) (laughs) So what the fuck? Jimbo. Yeah. They be like ta-da da 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 -da, Jimmy. (laughs) You know, like come on. What are we talking
0: about? That's a great impression by the way. Thank you. Uh
1: J Train, love the show, been listening since the Jamie Lee days. Jamie Lee, we gotta get her back here. I gotta figure out a way. She's so busy. I gotta get her back on the show to see what it's become she used yeah. to be on all the time yeah not, that's right before my time I never right met her right before oh this is crazy right. two ships passing in the night yeah I find myself laughing my ass off to myself in the car all the time as I travel for my job keep up the good work fine I'll put away my nut stroking feather here's one would you rather every time you have sex you have farts that don't have any smell at all they're just really well spoken textbook rips every couple of minutes that's hilarious <laughs> Like so, the sound of farts, With, but no smell. No smell during, during sex. I've always thought, like getting while getting a blowjob, how funny it would be if I accidentally farted. That's like a, a funny thought I always have. Like, what if that happened right now? Really? Yeah. Or every time you have sex, you have silent farts that smell terrible. Those ones you have to awkwardly pretend you didn't let out. Let's hear it. Smelly farts with no sound or farts with no smell during sex. What do you do?
0: You got to go. You got to go sound, no smell,
1: sound, no smell. I
0: think so. Otherwise you kill. The room's just dead, right? Yeah. I
1: mean, you can't have that. Yeah, I completely agree. You got to go sound because it's avoidable and you can, you can do it in two ways. Hey, I got this fun new trick. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you can play it off, or there's the other way of playing it off is you turn up music. It's going to you, try to shout know. over it. Yeah. Hey, I really like playing. I re- I re- I re- Yo, I really like uh, having sex to Disturbed. Right. <laughs> Why don't you get in this bed?
0: Or put Porky's on TV where they actually do fart a lot in the yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, so party movies. Dolby Sound.
1: <laughs> let's uh, let's do this one. And I would
0: like to just point out that I just answered too, because every time I leave this podcast, I always kick myself. I go, I take those "what if" or "whether" mm. way too seriously, and, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> and I want more information. Yeah, yeah, realize, what was just I going to go with it. Yeah, I'm trying to analyze this
2: question. Yeah, this no, is, we're proud of you. You did great with that. Yeah, we, yeah I just you answered. Think,
1: you think we live in the real world here? <laughs> Come on. If you could have one window of your home overlook any view without changing the location of your home, what would you choose? Sexy Neighbor, Mountain Landscape, The White House, etc.
0: One view you look at out of that window... I, I I'm a ocean guy. I'm a water guy. I would do like just like the sun and the ocean or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd be very popular, especially if you lived in Oklahoma or
1: something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We're in the middle of the country, but he's got the ocean out his yeah, window. The ocean really sound What do you think?
2: I'm about to blow your mind. You ready for this? Go for it. I want to see Earth from space. Oh,
1: oh, oh wow. boom! Yeah, see, nothing's real. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nothing is
1: real. Earth from space. Yeah.
2: Get that's some perspective. Amazing. Right? Yeah, morning that's great. coffee.
1: Exactly. I'll say this. If I, and I here's how I'm assuming this to work: that you also get the open the open window experience of it too. Oh wow! Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So like you get the whole window experience, and I would take uh, Southern California beach. Yeah. Like a soak out because it's breezy. That breeze, that ocean the, air, the ocean air, yeah. and it's like you got the the ding dong, you know, like that oh, that whole thing. Yeah, and, and you never have to have the AC on. No, that, that constant.
0: Is- yeah, yeah, he's screwed because uh,
1: yeah, out. I'm getting sucked, out the, getting sucked yeah, out the window. <laughs> you're, you're, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, but I remember visiting my buddies. I used to have buddies that lived in Manhattan Beach, in Manhattan. Oh yep. my god, That's exactly what
0: I was thinking when I answered. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: and that those like they don't even like I put on AC the whole year. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sweating at night, mm-hmm. sweating in the morning, cold, hot, cold. There windows up you have the best sleeps
0: the is the most amazing sleep isn't it of your life yeah Yeah,
1: that's uh that's the one thing i was always very jealous
0: yeah that ocean air is coming in Uh, the best it was so
1: nice yeah i like that let's do uh let's do a news item thank you
2: uh yeah let's do it so this one fits into what we were talking about today roughly 30 percent of u.s students will tap into their growing pile of college debt to pay their to pay for their spring break trip according to (laughs) land edu Wait, repeat that. According to Lend EDU, it's a w you know, a, a company, they say roughly thirty percent of US students will use they'll take a loan essentially to go on spring break.
1: I it's one wow. of those stories that you hear and you're like, This is ridiculous, and then you think about it, you're like, No, it's not there. I had a buddy who got a job <laughs> I had a buddy in college who was like gonna get a job and he like started working at Subway uh to you know, get some extra cash in his pocket, and he was like slave you know not slaving away but like he was at subway you know doing this job and he hated it and he kept missing out on like day parties and all this stuff and he was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna take out a loan really and he took out a loan uh to just have spending money wow at college it was i i guess like i think you can do that of some sort yeah of course but he was like you know what i'm gonna work hard at school i'm gonna get all a's and i'm gonna have this money i'm gonna get a job and you know we're here to invest in our future like college so li- is, is the problem with how we've marketed colleges especially to me when I was in high school was that you oh you just go yeah you know everyone should go to college it was kind of considered a right right which i it's a right to be able to go and use it but it's not i don't think anyone everyone should go right it's not, not for everyone there's yeah. not the right opportunity especially if the money doesn't work out but if you go to college and take it as a fucking joke and then you have these you know, you forget the investment side of it. Right. You are the business. You are what you're investing in when you put this much money because it is so expensive. Yep. So, it, you know, in his mind, he was like, listen, I'm doing well in school. I'm going to make this money back based on this education I'm getting. Right. And he went and got all this money for. and I, I. But you have to, if you do something like that, like I get it. You're like, yeah, I'm investing my spring break. You're paying for that spring break when you're 30. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, right. and but listen, I just told the story about El Publito, and I'm 32. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if, if you're, you're gonna you're do it, you're paying in a different
0: way. But <laughs> I'm paying in a different
1: way yeah. yeah. for the little
2: playblow, yeah.
1: But I'm saying, well, the I'm still telling. So, is it worth it? I just told the story from 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. So I maybe think, it is. You, you're only going to be young once. I think you're right. I mean, you don't want to mortgage a hundred thousand dollar house. No, or something. You, you know, but, you're not yeah. going to med school. Ex- but if you
1: took a five thousand dollar loan, a five thousand dollar loan at rates that you can get it like through like a uh, like a government loan agency, right. like that's great.
0: Yeah, you're you, going to make five thousand dollars. Yeah, and hopefully in your life. <laughs> in your life, you would
1: you would hope. But I I, 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 I hear that story. Like I, 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 yeah. I, it makes more sense to me when you see it lived. Then the like, because what happens with these stories is like, look at these idiot kids. They don't even take out money for yeah, you know whatever. Taking it's out like,
0: a loan to go drink on the beach, drink on the beach. But yeah.
1: in reality, you're taking a vacation. Think of it as a vacation experience. you wouldn't have taken when you're 30. Absolutely, <laughs> you
0: know, like, I, I, and you can't. Yeah, you can't be the creepy 35 year old showing up at spring break because yeah, now you, you have money.
1: You literally can't. So, like, if anyone is out there being like, I kind of want to do that, I, I'd be like, I, Yeah, fucking do it. I, I always,
0: I always love that the expression "money grows back, but time and experiences don't." Mm. And I was like, I love that. Money, yeah. you know, don't be an idiot, but you can always make more money.
1: But it's also you have to when you do these things, and I always think of my friend with like the subway and taking the loan, like. The payment comes in somewhere else. Yeah, you don't you know, you got you don't take from Peter to pay Piper, isn't that like the saying or whatever? you Rob uh, Peter to pay, to pay Paul. Piper. Way back to the foreskin. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, hooded uh, hooded dick meat. Oh, jeez Of the dick and the meat. <laughs> I don't know. That, I, that I doing that's Cosby. Somewhere. Just know <laughs> the meat, the meats, and the dicks and the jello pudding. <laughs> Gonna get you some dick hood
2: on the dick hood. I, this, this is your. He's gonna open for you. Yeah,
1: this is, this is my new bit,
0: man. Yeah, we canceled that show. Did I mention that?
2: Get the hood
1: <laughs> on the dick, and you bring an African American home, and you don't know what to say to the <laughs> Papa Bear. Jeez, that, that changed. That accent changed way a lot.
2: <laughs> Have you guys ever done that? Like, try, like, gone on stage with the intention of like, I'm just gonna do any, like, whatever and, I want. Like, if I bomb, I bomb, but. It's Just Every night, <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like specific, like knowing, like, oh, this Cosby stupid thing that I'm doing, like, you uh, ever I, mean, I never did.
1: I don't got have the nerve. I, never, I don't have the yeah. nerve. I never done, yeah, to get in, up and do an impression. I'm so desperate for acceptance. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I could, I, the thing about an impression comics is you watch them and it's like they're playing a different game. Yeah. They they literally are doing magic on stage. Right. Like You see people's days change. Last night I watched. Uh, and I don't know, this guy isn't even an impressionist comic. I've been trying to get him on the podcast forever. Godfrey yeah. does so many impressions.
0: Yeah, yeah, he does. And,
1: and But he doesn't do it all the time. Yeah. And I watched him last night, and he did a whole bit where he was, um, oh, who was it? He did. He went from, like, one character, and then, like, all of a sudden he was doing Trump. Okay. And they fucking, like, they were like, oh, they Did you do like, a good Trump? Hey, great Trump. Wow a great Trump and he and it killed and he ended on that like it was, wow. clo- it was like his closer for that set but you're watching him go from one impression to the next and when you can get two people that you never would have had in the room together speaking to each other yeah. you're like oh this is a talent that yeah. is unbelievable you know yeah. it is a magic trick yeah yeah. but that's, I don't know so. that's
0: funny and I wouldn't think of him as an impressionist that's you know? what I'm he, talking about yeah. he's
1: the guy who I'm like oh he does big bits and yeah. funny and whatever but then you're like Oh, my God, he just did... Oh, it was Bane. <laughs> he did a Bane impression. Wow. And then all of a sudden, he's doing a Trump impression. It was great. Wow. But I I, I, don't, I hope I didn't ruin it. I don't think I ruined it, but I'm...
2: No, but that was the thing, like Trump's uh, inaugural address. He took a yeah, line from The he, Dark Knight.
1: It kind of started that way, <laughs> but then you didn't expect him to have such a good Trump. Yeah, and yeah. It was so good that you're like, you just see... You see it in people's eyes. That's Because it. It, I always... I, I, Jay Farrow... Who, uh, from SNL, I've seen him on stage a bunch. And like, you know, Jay will go up and he'll start with his act. And then all of a sudden, you'll see him going to impression. Boom. Their, their day has changed. And then uh, Rob McNoddy. Yeah, yeah. He does impressions. Yeah. And you watch him and you're like, oh, like this is not even, we're not even playing. It's chess and checkers. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally different. Yeah. Um, but listen, let me do one. This is a shout-out that got – I'm just picking out the top. Thank you for bringing the news, man. Oh, of Sam course, man. At Mansamp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday. Michael Somerville, you're the best, man. Thank O-K-P, you. OKP, uh, original key player. Great <laughs> to have you back. Uh, I, I feel so cool now. <laughs> you're in the club. Uh, Somerville puns, S-O-M-E-R-V-I-L-L-E puns on Twitter. Uh, go check them out. So funny. June 13th, Caroline's. I'll be there. It's going to be a blast. And this is from a female listener. Hey Jared, chick email, cue the music.
2: God damn it, it will play. There we,
1: there we go. I found <laughs> I found your podcast through the betches and have become addicted. Thanks to you, man Sam, and esteemed guests for keeping me sane during my commute to South Philly each day. I've gotten my boyfriend and all his bros to listen and subscribe as well. Thank you. And we can't wait to see big things you do in the future. That means a lot. Thank you, guys. I also graduated from Penn State and have helped start Mini-Thon at the high school I teach at. Can you please shout out... Uh, so I guess she wants this read right on the air. Sure, yeah. yeah. Can you please shout out Newman Goretti Mini-Thon and possibly post the link below on your Twitter or Facebook? Yeah, I'll absolutely do this. And Even if it doesn't make it in the podcast, uh, thanks for all the laughs. Thanks. Um, yo, thank you for writing in. Thank you for enjoying... Um, I am a Penn Stater. We did, I, uh, I was, <laughs> have I talked about, it? Thon is like the largest student run philanthropy in the country. Uh huh. It's huge. They raised, I think they raised over 10 million this year. Wow. It's for kids with cancer. Oh, wow. And it was started, it's a Greek, it started as a Greek thing and now it's the whole school. All right. And people dance marathon for 48 hours or whatever. Wow. I was... <laughs> I lo- I did Thon, okay? Uh, let me say that, okay? <laughs> but I was a pain in the ass to Thon people. <laughs> thon is one weekend a year and it's like in February and I used to I you have dancers that were like elected. And it was like a big deal to be elected and then people work in it. There's all these different crews or whatever. And I and then you do these canning weekends. So you go away with your fraternity and a sorority that you were matched up with and you basically go to some guy's or girl's house and get drunk in their parents' house, and then in the morning you wake up hungover and go out by the road and ask for money. Okay. For Thon. All right. So I was known as not the best canner in the entire world. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll do anything I can now. I mean, then I I did... My thing on it, and I think this with most charities, anything you can do is more than if you'd done nothing at all. True. So I... (laughs) <laughs> so I used to say no, you really
0: weren't good, were you?
1: I was very bad. I, I, I would show up like because dawn was all night, so I'd show up after the bars. I'd be like, "Let's go to thought and hang with the people." And then I'd just go there and eat all their food and shit. And they're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" What are you, but I'm helping I, the
2: kids, I'm helping. I'm,
1: mor- I'm morale. I'm here to give you a laugh. So, but I used to say if I people would can for like you go to these houses. I don't know if I told this story... I, you I mentioned it on the show, but again... We went to this one girl's house. I'll never forget it. My theory was if I gain a penny for Thon, I've done my job. Yeah. A penny, like, because I've like... <laughs> It would if i didn't do that their penny wouldn't have existed That's so true. I, listen
0: even if you ate a hundred dollars worth of food
1: yeah <laughs> but the parents put you up and i don't judge how that some, money was already
2: spent i don't yeah, like
1: man. i don't judge how other people do their charity work i <laughs> won't expect you to judge how i do my charity
2: this is so, my style <laughs> so
1: i go on this thon trip and it's my first year on a thon canning trip so you'd go with like older guys and girls who from the fraternity and sorority that you were, like, matched up with. So, like, these were guys in my house that I didn't really know I was pledging at the time. (laughs) So there were, like, eight dudes and eight chicks. And we stayed at this girl's house in the middle of Pennsylvania, and they got the, like, it's like Friday Night Lights to me. Like, you know, like, (laughs) it's just a little Pennsylvania town, and we're going to go and collect the money. And, like, I was, like, to me, I'm, like, I don't have connection to it because I'm from Boston. Like, we didn't do that back home. Yeah. And I'd never heard of it. Like, if you grow up in Pennsylvania, you see canners out every year. So okay. you're like, oh, when I go to Penn State, I'm gonna do that. Right. To me, I didn't really have that connection, but like, I'm ha- I'm there. I get it. Kids right. with cancer, you want to help. So I'll never forget this. This girl was so into canning. You could tell she like really fucking wanted to raise the most money. <laughs> and I was like, I don't. It's freezing out. I don't want to go outside all day. I thought we were drinking and, you know, the mom's got hot cocoa waiting. (laughs) So I was like, let's do, you know, we'll do what we do. But like, I mean, come on, let's not be ridiculous. You know, I don't want to get that cold. So (laughs) I sound horrible. So we go out and we go and they're like, this girl was just being such a bitch the whole weekend. She was just being, she was like yelling at us. And like, we have to, we're already an hour late and it's 6 a.m. We should have been out here at 5 a.m. And and again, back to my theory, like, I'm doing the best I can, and we're doing a nice thing no matter what. Right. So I so I remember she's like, you guys are here, and this car will be at this corner until six o'clock at night. And she just was being... You could tell that we could really fucking annoy her. <laughs> so I, I was like... So we're out there for like a couple of hours. We're not getting any money. I'm doing my best. And I look at everyone in my crew with a car, and I'm like, yo, let's go get a coffee or something. Let's just go... That Krispy Kreme <laughs> right around the corner. And they're like, I don't know, Jared. We maybe and you know, now I'm like, I could see the the Krispy Kreme in their eye. I'm like, well, come <laughs> on, let's go get some Krispy Kreme. So we go to Krispy Kreme and we're all sitting there and we know we're being bad because we know how mad this girl was getting. And I know we're running along. So well, just a second. And I, I go, uh, and I'm sitting there with everybody and we're warm and not cold anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, let's go get the rest of the crew some crispy cream like we'll go get back in the car and we'll drive it out there and we go and they're like yeah that seems like and i and i was like i go get a hat you know how they have those hats at crispy yeah i get a hat and i put frosting all over my face <laughs> and, and and i remember we pulled up to the crew this girl and all these people who are out canning and they're freezing cold and they're trying to collect money and i roll down the back window i'm like Hey guys, there wasn't anyone on our side, and I got all the cream on my face and the hat on, and I go, "We couldn't find any money out there." And this girl goes, "Get the fuck back there!" Starts <laughs> so freaking out, and because I got, and I'm like, "No, no, no, we got you stuff," and like, she did not think it was funny at, at all. all. And the rest of the weekend was so awkward because she's like, "Because now I'm not, I'm the guy who doesn't like kids with cancer, right. like." If I, like an asshole like of course like you know like so so I will do whatever I can to make up for the nine hours (laughs) the tenth hour I didn't do she's doing a mini thon at her school and if you can give uh, it'll be on my Twitter uh, and my Facebook page I'm facebook.com slash jtrain56 Uh, but shout out to this girl and her friends and the Newman Goretti mini thon and I'll tweet out the link right now
0: nice uh, so Michael, you're a good person.
1: I, can, I, I try my best. That's all we can ask of people. <laughs> Michael Somerville, thank you again.
0: Cheers. Thanks for having me.
1: At Somerville Puns. Uh, Mansamp, thank you. At Mansamp, I'm Jared Freed. J Train 56 on all platforms. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.
0: This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc.
1: Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!